Isaac? Ryan? No. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what you were going to ask, and the answer is no. Hello and welcome to Are the Braves Good? It's a good Braves podcast today. I'm joined by my good friend Isaac Andrews and Ryan Jackson. I am Garrett Romine and the Braves are 7 and 10. The Braves are not good. I don't think. Yeah, I uh, I was hoping this time last week after we were going, I mean, you know, I figured the Dodgers, whatever, and then we get the first off day of the year and on the other side of the off day, we could get uh, a home series against the Marlins. Like the Marlins. The Marlins. Yeah, too easy, coach. Talk about a get right series, bro. And like, we got wrong. We were six and eight heading into the Marlins series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, we, we got to be nine and eight when that, that mm-hmm. when the weekend's over. And mm-hmm. we're not. We're seven and 10. Yeah. I mean, we had our, we had, we had some great pitchers running out there too, mm-hmm. right? On Friday night. Ian and Anderson. Then Ian Anderson. I mean, to me, the like against the Marlins, those should be like two easy wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, sure. Bryce Elder on Sunday again had a shake, walked a lot of guys. Two runs is all that dude let up. Yeah. It's crazy the amount of walks that he has compared to runs that he gives up. Yeah. Well, the Braves. He's good. The Braves seem to be struggling. And though there aren't a whole lot of players, I would say, are performing particularly poorly, especially with the week Dansby's had. Admittedly, we're not giving a ton of time to Dansby today. It's better than giving him negative time, which has happened the past <laughs> couple of weeks. But uh, he's been a little bit more lively. But there's really not a whole lot of Braves players, I would say, are just performing poorly. Most of the time, we're playing pretty well. It's just we can't seem to get on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, It's just one guy gets a hit, and then or like one or two guys get all the hits that game, and then yeah. that's it. Nobody else yeah. seems to know and how to hit. When, well, yeah. This, what was the score Saturday? Wasn't it like nine to seven? Yeah. Like yeah. if you put up seven runs seven. against the Marlins, you expect to win that game. Especially with the bullpen that we yeah. have. Yeah, for sure. And Ian and, Anderson starts that game. Like it shouldn't be I, I think it's it's it blows my mind. Like it's so frustrating that when we when the starters do well, the bullpen has been like bad for the most part. Mm-hmm. And when the starters have been bad, the bullpen comes and throws a gym when we're yeah. already losing by five. Yeah. Ugh. We just need to get on the same page. We do. Somebody does. Here's what I'm telling people, though. It's a long season. It is a long season. How many games are we in? 17? 17. We didn't break 500 until August the 5th of last year. Yeah. It's true. And it was a pretty miserable <laughs> four months. Before. And it was. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's still a chance that we could we could literally win the rest of our games. Yeah. There's a chance. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, sure. We probably won't, but <laughs> that would be fun to watch. Also, shout out everybody wanting the Braves to sign Conforto. Rip that guy. He is. Uh, he's done. Yeah, right. he's done for the year now. Is so, he really? Yeah. You didn't know that? I yeah, didn't yeah. see that. He Breaking like, news had, for me. He had, he had like got, shoulder surgery. He had and he's another not sur- surgery. It makes, makes a lot of sense. So why yeah. nobody signed that guy? So Crazy, that means dude. that there is no hope for our outfield until Acuna comes back. All right. Uh, let's move on to our first. Segment. Segment. Question. <laughs> Sorry, my brain went. <laughs> All right. All right, let's move on to our first. Well, we're going to start with a game today. Not like a game. game. I keep calling them games. They're not games. Game? This, this isn't is, a game. This is serious, dude. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> this is serious. Uh, we're going to talk favorite moments at 
Turner Field slash Truist Park slash for Ryan, the resident old guy. Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. Did you Uh, go to a game there? I did. No way. I swear. Or are you like 35? Nope. Close though. Oh. (laughs) Thanks. Makes sense. Yeah, he's 37, but he looked 35 though. (laughs) Thanks. 32. Uh, No no offense to the uh, 35 plus. Yeah, listeners out I, there. we haven't talked yeah. about this yet on the pod, but like, or maybe oh. We, oh, we did talk about it because we, we talked out. about how what better do old people have to do? I got a shout out. Go hit me. Yeah, my 76 year old uh, great uncle. Let's go. Listen to the podcast for the first time. The he other has day. a phone? That's the one person. I think he listened off of my dad's phone, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. So if he listens again, if he listens to this episode, what's up, Uncle Butch? Glad you're, yeah, glad you're listening. To this point still, we have had exactly zero people under 18 listen to the pod, which I'm not complaining about again. Yeah. It's just interesting. I know this is I podcast also mature. know that that is not true. Really? Yes. But I don't know the situation, but so my boss, Chris Nelson, his son Lawson. Shout out. Yeah, shout out, Chris. His son Lawson listens like religiously. Like literally, I've been at their house and he's like on the couch with his AirPods in listening. That's great. And he's asking me questions and I'm like, bro, I was there. Why are you at, like, why are you trying <laughs> to trick me? Like I was there. Um, so anyway. So, but maybe he listens on Chris's. Okay. So we, it's something. I don't think it's like a registered, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, a device. Yeah. But the vast majority are 23 to 27, which is where Isaac and I are right now. I, I have, I have. Like eleven more months in this age bracket, <laughs> and I'm gonna uh, live it up with the majority. Anyway, just wanted to uh, just wanted to talk about. Okay, anyway, no, we're moving on to what I say we we're gonna do. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, Lawson, though. Yeah, you better listen. Sh- so many, I don't have any shout outs today. I was gonna shout someone out, but he's the he's the uh, the fan question of the day, so we'll get to that. Okay, later on. Um, let's start with Isaac. What's your favorite memory from being at a Braves game? I'll start with the Turner Field. I also got one for Truist Park. But Turner Field, last season, we were in Turner Field. Me and my dad set two rows behind the Braves dugout. Wow. That's tight. Yeah. And we were like at one point like 10 feet away from Enciarte. Who? Exactly. Mm. I loved Ender. Yeah, he was great in like 2014. One time, yeah. Yeah, one time. Um, but that was great just to, that's the closest that I've ever set to the field ever Mm. in a major league baseball game. But then also at Truist Park, let me tell you about game six of the, of the 2021 NLCS. What a game. What a game. And to be there in person, Mm. to see Rosario hit the line Shot home run down off of Walker Bueller off a of Walker Bueller down the right field line to t- to to see Tyler Matzik just absolutely just stomp on people. <sighs> he mowed them boys. Oh down. my gosh, dude! Like and to clinch that game, there is nothing, nothing like it. It's gonna be a hard. Uh, you're gonna have a hard time topping that moment. I know. I'm gonna like just like every other Braves player right now having that little. Uh, World Series uh, hangover. Mm-hmm. I think the next time that I go to a Braves game, I'm going to be like, ah, this is whatever. It's not, it's yeah. not, like, it's not exciting. Yeah, I felt that this weekend. Mm. I was like having to explain to the people I was with like <laughs> how much better postseason is yeah. than just a regular season game. Uh, yeah, it's next level, dude. 
Mm-hmm. Ryan, what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite mem from the Braves games? My favorite mem. So I feel like I just have to say this because I did watch a game in Fulton County Stadium because I am old, not thirty five. <laughs> But, yes, yeah, so my first ever game was in Fulton County Stadium. We were playing the Cubs, like, back when Sammy Sosa, like, probably pre-steroids. Like, he wasn't that big, you know? Um, but anyway, so I remember, like, the beer man, like, walking around. And, like, I think we were literally sitting on the last row in this stadium. But, like, I remember the beer man. He was like, beer get it right here. <laughs> like, I'll never forget that. Do we need to bleep beer? Are we good? No, I think we're okay. Yeah. But anyway, we don't have anybody younger than, well, I was going to say 18, but. <laughs> yeah. And there's Lawson. He's probably listening. Sorry, Chris. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a cool memory um, from Fulton County Stadium. Obviously a lot in Turner Field. Um, but for Truist, I think for me, it could have been Game 5 of the World Series mm. this past year if we would have won. Because there was a lot of really awesome moments, but we didn't. Mm. So that's not it. The grand so, slam of Duval. Yeah. Literally, that was, I mean, that was still epic. But Was that in the I, first inning? Yeah. Gosh. It was in the first inning. I was like, and we're we going to win the World Series. I think I texted you guys that. I was yeah. like, we're going to win the World Series. Yeah. We were up five to nothing in after the first. Yeah. Gosh. And we lost. Anyway, so that's what makes that not a good memory. But I want to say it was 2019 NLDS against the Dodgers. I think we're down 2-0, or maybe 3-0. Like, it was a must-win, I think, for us. In the series? I think it was 2-0, because it's a best of five. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So we were down 2-0 in the series. So, like, we had to win to play the next day. So Walker Bueller's pitching. The bases are loaded. He had just walked in a run. And so, like, I'm screaming from up there, because there's Dodgers fans everywhere. And I'm like, they don't call him Walker for nothing. And, like, I thought that was the funniest joke ever. That's great. The Dodgers fans didn't like it. But anyway, so then Acuna comes up and hits a stinking grand slam. And I thought that Truist Park was just going to fall. Like, (laughs) it was rocking. Like, literally to this day, I still watch that video and get goosebumps. Um, Rocking like a sterile shopping mall? Yeah. Yeah. Plasky. Hate that guy. But, yeah, so that's it for me. I'll never forget that moment. It was awesome. That's a great moment. For some reason, I have I have like a, a more general one. Like we we used to go on Fourth of July a lot and see the fireworks. And one mm-hmm. time, Freddie hit two home runs, and it was cool. But I think my favorite one was <laughs> I went with my my brother and dad, uncle, two cousins, and granddad, which was a good time. We sat like you know kind of like a family reunion in right field. <laughs> we we had like all of the. It, the, it jets in a little bit in right field, mm-hmm. little, right right there. We sat in that section, which was cool. Oh, that's cool. But I just remember, oh, I think I said we're not going to slander Dansby today, and I'm about to. But I that's remember okay. Dansby, Dansby like flew out, lined out, popped out, and uh, and grounded out. Did Wait, I? he didn't strike out. Wow, that's a good day for Dansby. <laughs> but he, he like, I, I looked at my dad and I was like, oh, Dansby got the cycle. <laughs> And I remember that. I Your dad that was, was probably funny. like, my gosh, my son's an idiot. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Well, um, yeah, well, look how look how nice and joyful we are. Now let's talk about the past week of Braves baseball. <laughs> um, we're going to do, were the Braves good? 
a recap of the past week. And if you guys watched or or were on any sort of social media, you know the answer to that question already. But we're going to get a little bit specific. Now that I've said that, we're going to start with Isaac, who's maybe isn't that much about the Braves, but important nonetheless. Isaac, take it away with the best thing you saw in the past week. Man, let me tell you something. It's outside of the Braves, which I apologize for all the listeners, but it is worth noting just because it's just absolutely insane baseball news. So Miguel Cabrera is the most recent member of the 3,000 hit club. That's incredible. That is incredible. And I think there's only like 22, 25 members of it in history yeah in history that's crazy which is absolutely insane it's so hard to do it's very like you just have the the longevity Mm -hmm. and the durability you Mm -hmm. have to have as a player it's crazy crazy amount and so i just like in honor of miguel cabrera i want to throw out this uh it's not necessarily a stat but just something that he holds only himself in baseball history Mm mm-hmm so check this out. He is the only player in baseball history who has 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, which is a great feat great number. in and of itself. Yeah. So 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and he has won a triple crown. Yep. So a triple crown is the best average, the most RBIs, and the most home runs mm-hmm. in the entire league. And so for a season, yeah. For yeah, for one season. And yep. so he is the only player to do that in major league baseball history. So that's wild. Shout out Miguel Cabrera being one of the all time greats. He really is. He'll he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, too easy. Yeah, he he won his World Series in 03. So he's yeah. been around yeah. with the Marlins. And he's also I was talking with to a friend about this the other day. It's crazy that he's never played for like a big market. Yeah, big market. He's played for the Marlins, the Marlins and the Tigers. Yeah. That, anyway, we could talk more about that. But this is the Braves podcast, dadgummit, yeah. which leads us to someone who was very close to the Braves this weekend. Yes. Ryan, what's the best thing you saw last week? Yeah, so I, as we talked about last week, I was at the game on games Friday and Saturday. And two games. Yeah, so, yeah, two games. So it wasn't necessarily like anything that happened on the field, even though there was some cool moments. Um, But just to be in the battery, just to see all the people, to see people walking around with World Series champions gear, you know, just all the nice little touches that they had around the stadium just to kind of pay homage to what happened last year. And the World Series trophy, got to see that. I wasn't even expecting it. We were just walking by, and I was like, holy crap, there it is. So we got a picture with it. Um. Yeah. So it was just really yeah, awesome. Yeah, the people saw. We posted that picture. Yeah, I posted it. All the people. The, All people. the people. Hey, there's 75 of them suckers <laughs> on yeah. there. 75 people saw it. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was just great to be back and just to kind of see, you know, some of those cool things that were there. Awesome. That's yeah, great. man. That is one of the best things that happened in the past week. I, I have to Yeah, agree. I was going to say, I, the only reason I talked about that is because I didn't really see anything great other than that. <laughs> yeah. So what was the best thing you saw this week, Garrett? Yeah, I, so we had somebody, it was either a DM or a, or a response to one of our questions, uh, like our little like story questions on Instagram. Someone said, uh, why don't you guys talk about Darno more? And I was like, great point. We should talk about Darno more. 
And so I'm going to talk about Darno more right now. The best thing I saw this week was Travis Darno. And uh, I'm going to start by saying it was very classy that whenever uh, they gave Solaire his um, standing ovation on mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah, Friday. Darno, yeah, Friday. Darno got up from the catcher stance and walked out into the grass so that mm-hmm. now the, the umpire didn't show the same. I mean, there's no reason for him to. I just yeah. think it's fun. I wish. Anyway, but Solaire got to like have his ovation yeah. there by himself just a moment like, for a good like for 10 him. 15 seconds yeah it was a good one so, i was in there and it was it was goosebumps man yeah. it was cool darno class act uh love that but i have some darno stats and Let's hear it. are these stats weighted probably do they matter who knows but i got them here what he's, are they? he's hitting 311 mm. that's pretty, pretty great ops pretty 815 pretty great I'll take that here are the games he's played in, and the reason why, and you'll know why I'm saying this at the end. Game two of the Marlins, we lost, but we scored seven runs. Game one of the Marlins, we won, scored three runs. Game two of the Dodgers, we won, scored three runs. Game one of the Dodgers, we lost, we scored four runs. Game four of the Padres, we lost and scored one run, an outlier. Uh, game two of the Padres, we won, we scored five runs. Um, game one of the Padres, we lost one run. Game two of the Nationals, we won 16 runs that day for anybody who remembers. Game four in the Reds, lost three runs. Game two in the Reds, won seven runs. Game one of the Reds, lost three runs. 53 runs um, were scored in games that Travis Darno has played in, which is 88% of the runs the Braves have scored, period. So you're saying... Wow. So I'm saying when, when Darno when plays... playing, we're scoring. When Darno plays, we have 4.8 runs per game. When he doesn't play, it's two and a half. That's wild. So check this out. I just pulled up some stats with Darno. He is second on the team with nine runs scored. Yeah. Let's go. So we say all that to say Darno rocks. This is a pro Darno podcast. Easily. It's not really an anti-anyone on the Braves pod anymore. Rest in peace, Sean Newcomb. But... uh, um, but He's getting close to anti-Dansby there for a second. (laughs) We'll give him some more chances. But we love... Travis Darno, I think he's one of the best. Love just, him. just a great dude. We covered last week. Great follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, great personality yep. we've seen yeah. come out. Yeah, Class man. act, but also valuable to our team. Five of our seven runs are in games when he's playing. Eighty. Oh wait, no. Five of our seven wins are in games that he's mm-hmm. playing. Wow. Eighty-eight percent of our runs scored in the eleven games that he has played in. So, best thing I saw this week. Just wanted to point out Darno and how great. He is. Put Let's him go. in the lineup, Snit. Now, for our favorites, <laughs> for the segment we most prefer and comes a little bit more naturally, Isaac, what's the worst thing you saw this week? Man, we uh we alluded to it a little earlier, but just dropping two out of three against the Marlins. Mm. Only only pulling out one game against the Marlins. It's and so uh, our loss on or our win on uh, Friday was whenever Kyle Wright. We'll talk about this later. Had an absolute gem mm-hmm. of a game, but on Saturday we had uh, Anderson pitch and he threw like he threw well. He threw okay, yeah. He threw well, uh, but then it was just really really tough to see McHugh and Strider come in and give up. Uh, dang, what was it? Four, five runs in between them. 
mm-hmm. both. And like those guys are like two guys that we thought were just going to be lights out the entire yeah. year. Of course, of course, they're not going to be lights out the entire year. Like they're going to have games like that. Mm-hmm. But two guys that we thought we could rely on um, heavily. And so they just had tough outings. Uh, we easily could have won that game. And then Sunday, Elder pitched uh, again, had a great game, only lit up two runs, two runs, but it what, but it was his six walks. What uh, what mm. what I think hurt us um, in the inning in the inning where the Marlins kind of exploded with their runs. He walked like two batters. The bases were loaded. O'Day came in, gave up a run. Uh, I think O'Day only got through two thirds of an inning. And then Mentor had to come out and finish the inning, and then Mentor gave up like two more runs. Um, and so I think it was like four runs. Yeah, four runs, four runs whenever the bullpen got there. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was just tough. But a highlight from that game, well, not good highlight from that game. Is, low light, if you will. Yeah, low light. Riley had three hits, which mm. applaud, applaud, applaud Riley. But as a team, love that guy. <laughs> but as a team, we only had seven hits. So Riley accumulated for yeah forty percent carried of our, the load, and those hits came hits. in like the eighth and ninth. Yeah, and one was a solo home run, and the other two were doubles. He went three for four, three for five with and a, two doubles and a home run. Unfortunately, he had the bases loaded, and that was his the one that he didn't hit, which yeah. stinks. But yeah, man. Yeah, pretty bad when can't do you that to with the Marlins. Marlins. That is do. the worst. The only games that have happened since our last pod were the two against the Dodgers, which like you know we split those two, and then the three against the Marlins. So I mean, yeah. the fact that the Marlins are fresh on the mind and we're not coming out of that with a series win, which we haven't won a series yet, split mm. two. Uh, yeah, that is one of the worst things. I agree, yeah. Brian. I agree too. What's the worst thing that happened to you? that you saw or whatever the question is <laughs> what's the worst yeah. thing of the week yeah so <laughs> again this is not uh anything that happened on the field but saturday night okay so we were in our seats in this this guy this man this older guy and uh his son came like his son was like in his like mid to late 20s like he was you know dad and son coming to the game right and this guy was talking to me the entire time like just sitting next to me and talking to me. And then like after the game, Savannah pointed out that uh, that guy like didn't even talk to his son. He talked to you more than he talked to his son. And I was like, yeah. And he was just like talking my ear off and it got annoying. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah, that's weird, man. I imagine that would be kind of awkward. I'm glad. So you didn't think it was, did you think it was weird while he was talking to you? No, but then like once it was pointed out, I was like, yeah, that was very weird. Yeah, so at least it was Why are you talking to me? Like talk to your son. You came to the game with your son. Anyway, yeah. sorry to get on that soapbox. No, it's okay. It's weird. Yeah, Let dude. it out. This is a safe place. Yeah, come on, dude. If 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 we don't hear those stories, we have to talk about baseball. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and and the guy like he filled his seat out. If you know what I'm saying, like there wasn't a lot of leg room. So just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm laughing because same. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, the worst thing I saw this week had to be the outfield. Yeah, I think yeah. that it's very obvious that our outfield is struggling. And let me say this. Duvall has been average to good in center field yeah. and dreadful at the plate. So yeah. still outfield uh, points against for the overall performance of Duvall, which has been not good. Um, you know who I miss? Who? Christian Pache. <laughs> Dude, he's been tearing it up, but we had to, but he, the, what we got in his return 
isn't the problem. Yeah. The fact that we've had to rely on Arcia, who's a shortstop to play left field, and he yeah. made some bad he had the I mean, it it was a it wasn't the easiest catch, but he had a ball he chased down at the wall on the, the track, wall. hit him in the glove and fell on the ground. Yeah. I mean, there's just been I think he had his shortstop glove on. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a little too short. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, the the outfield has just been dreadful, uh, and, and you can't blame the losses on the outfield. But when the pitchers are trying to do their best, I mean, seeing balls drop that shouldn't, and balls landing in no man's land, and all that stuff, yeah. got to be discouraging. And, yeah. Um, and and to that degree, in the Marlins series, the the overall defense wasn't. I mean, was. At the very least, unlucky, if not bad. But there were balls hit to Riley a couple times that he mm-hmm. didn't come up with and Dansby he didn't come up with. And so Yeah, I know um, for sure Riley had one error mm-hmm. and then he dropped a ball that was a tough play. They wound up giving the guy a hit, which it could have gone either way, but Yeah. They gave so, him a hit. So a tough a tough series with the Marlins when it comes to uh um defense. So yeah, yeah that had it, to be It's early though. Yeah. It's early. Yeah, you're we, right. It is. We got to keep that in the back of our mind. It's a good point. And fortunately for the Braves, not only is he overall probably our best player, but our absolutely best uh, outfielder. Could be on the way back. It's time for, since we skipped it last week, ride or die. Mm. Let's go, baby. Ryan, update us on your ride or die guy. You talking about Ronald Acuna Jr.? Yes. Okay. (laughs) My computer died, so I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, Ronald Acuna is good. Ronald Acuna is great. Yeah, Ronald Acuna yeah. is good. He's playing good in AAA. He's playing great and he's in coming. AAA. Okay, put the league on notice. Put the NL East on notice. Yeah. You think you're having a good time right now? Tell him, dude. Days are about to be over. Tell him. Yeah. He's coming. It's Bought true. another jersey this weekend. I can't stop. <laughs> How many Acuna jerseys do you have? Four. Four. Hey, dude. You know what? That's I'm obsessed. Okay. That's okay. Um, All right. Yeah, so, uh, let's get this real quick. I want to say my, the coolest part about Ronald Acuna's, uh, one of his outings was that he singled and then he stole second and then he scored from second on an infield hit. Yeah. So, what's that tell us? Yeah. How do you do that? He's back. That's what how it tells do, us. How do you He's do that? He back, tried to tell dude. us in spring training he was back. He's back. I can't one wait. off the scoreboard. And yeah, said, dude. The first, I'm back. The first home run that he hits, it's going to take him 20 seconds to get the first base. <laughs> oh, I hope it takes longer than that. <laughs> Bro, the first home run, it's literally going to go like 520 foot, dude. And, and he's yeah. he's just going to, his. he has some iconic walks. He's going to like, really he's gonna like hit it over the 2021 World Series banner. Let's go, dude. That would be the longest home run in like the world's history. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's a long way. <laughs> Not as long as uh, Solaire's, though. That's true. Yep. My ride or die guy had a big week. Um, for big those week. that don't know, your fresh, freshly acquired ride or die. Yeah, he's my freshly acquired ride or die. Has a new freshly acquired ride or die. Let's I go. Would say his son, who I will say, I thought the son's oh, yeah. name was Easton. Mm-hmm. 
And at one point I was really hoping it was Easton, not because I care about the son's name, but because Chip kept saying Easton. And I was like, why is he saying Easton? Chip's wrong. I hope it's Easton. So he's wrong. Nope. It's Easton, which is fine. I just wanted Chip to be wrong real bad. Yeah. I don't really cool like, name. I don't really like Chip that much. I think, you might, I think you might be alone in that. Um, I like him. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad I am. I'm not trying to bring anybody else down. I just, I just don't like him that much. Anyway, Austin Riley, I do like a ton. Came to life, has two home runs. Uh, yeah. In the Marlins series, mm-hmm. yeah, which were great. So he's looking alive out there. Yeah, uh, I think any question anybody had about is he going to stay good? Uh, confirmed. Yeah, stayed good. Dad yeah. power, you know. So he's we, staying we, good. We missed him last Wednesday on paternity leave. Yeah. Fortunately, Thursday was an off day, and he mm-hmm. was back with us Friday and made himself known. Yeah. So, um, congrats to him and his wife. Yep. It's a good week for the ride or die guys. Uh, unless you're Isaac. <laughs> Your ride or die guy got shipped back to Gwinnett. He did. And uh, he did get a uh, 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 an inning. Yeah, he got an inning in relief work. Let's go. Uh, and so just his stats on the year, he has a 1.42. This is a, a 1, 1.42 ERA. That's great. This is a Tuki Toussaint mm-hmm. for anybody who don't know my ride or die guy. Uh, he has pitched in three games. He started two. He has 12.2 innings, uh, 12 and two-thirds innings innings pitched. He's only let up seven hits, only let up two runs, and walked seven guys and has 20 strikeouts in 12 and two-thirds innings. That's good. I got a yeah. feeling we're going to see him again soon. Oh, yeah. In the, in for the sure. show. Probably sure. do. Um, sure. Do we know who's pitching tomorrow? Are they done with six man? Because we just have Bryce, which it's means freed. That, I think so. That means we're done with the six guy rotation. Yeah, down to five. So that's good. I mean, that was a lot of questions we had on who were the five rotation guys, and so now we know it's Max, uh, Charlie, Wright, Anderson, and Elder. Those yep. are the five guys. Yeah. Which at the beginning of the year we would have never thought it was going to no. be Elder. So no. But glad of somebody and glad El- I think they're gonna. I don't. I don't know if Elder's going to be the guy the whole year, but he's going to yeah. keep getting chances until he. Does consecutively poorly. I mean, even with the last two games having a problem, like 11 walks on his past two starts, Mm -hmm. but only two earned runs in like 10.1 innings or something over those games as well. So as long as he keeps doing that, you know. Yeah, we can live with that for sure. Um, All right. So one thing that's going to happen uh, before, no, yeah, before our next podcast is the roster is going to get cut down from? Oh, yeah. Uh, when is that? April thirtieth. Yeah, I think just when May happens, we have to cut from twenty eight men on the roster to twenty six, and we also, I think, the most pitchers you can have is thirteen. So yeah, that doesn't gonna, bode well for Tuki Toussaint. Sorry, man. <laughs> we're going to have a a new one time only until it happens again segment. Who are the Braves going to cut from their roster in May? <laughs> <laughs> it's an annual segment. <laughs> Yeah, yikes. This is a tough one, honestly. It is a tough one. Um, I, I'll say... I got an easy one right off the bat. Yeah. Travis DeMere. Yeah. But... Okay. He's hit well. He has he hit has. Well. I mean... Shoot, man. Honestly, when he was in the lineup the other night, I was shocked. Alex Dickerson, I think, maybe? I think... Just talk, going back to Travis DeMere, I think it's because, like, I was driving and, like, wasn't on Twitter and, like, maybe missed it. But, like, was that his first game and like big league hit no for the braves yeah, yeah. but he played for, for he played the, for the tigers he I played think. for the tigers okay. uh in 2019 and a little okay. in in 2020 okay 
But he did okay. He had a pinch hit the other day. Yeah, okay. Um, and yeah. had a hit at least one. And He doubled in his, in his first at bat. Yeah. yeah. Friday night. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he had a pinch hit yesterday and yeah, hit yeah, a yeah. single on the first pitch. So yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. I mean. But anyway, back to the question. I could see that. I could also see, yeah, Jackson Stevens. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, he he hasn't done terribly, but he just doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't have the name that everybody else has. Like I just feel like they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna cut Chavez. They just traded for him. No. I just feel like when it comes to they've got to cut pitchers, and it's gonna be Jackson Stevens. But they probably got to cut two pitchers. So who's the other pitcher gonna be? Thornburg, maybe. That's crazy, actually. I forgot that we had him. He's it's been yeah. a while since he's thrown. Can you look up? He when threw the last yesterday. Time? He did. Yeah, I did not watch like the seventh and eighth. Yeah, I don't want to flex on anybody, but I was in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, uh, that's cool. How did he do yesterday? Anybody know? Did you um, watch? Yeah, I did. He went scoreless. So he, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went, went yeah, scoreless. He went scoreless. But the, I haven't get much better than that. I haven't yeah. seen him do terribly. I mean, still because of the fact that we got a a bunch of at least. Like, as far as the Braves go, like, big names out there, it, he's probably candidate number two. Yeah. Thornburg Jackson Stevens, Jackson. Uh, you got Thornburg. O'Day has pitched well. Um, I feel like he's on the bottom the bottom half of the list to cut. Or, Honestly, this would be a shocker and people would be upset, but it might be Strider. Mm. If they want him to start, to start. he's going to have to start in AAA. I mean, yeah, that would, that, that would definitely be... A um, that wouldn't be a fan favorite choice just because you know, Straw Daddy, we love Straw Daddy, yeah. Wait. Um, nope, there we go, Straw Daddy, Straw Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think, it, it, do you think I'm ever gonna hit it on the first time no, every time? No. I don't think no, no, you no, ever no. will, yeah, but yeah, not. it wouldn't be a fan favorite choice, but I do see your point there, Garrett. I yeah. really do, yeah. Um, Dansby Swanson, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, bring up Braden, Just kidding. Uh, Braden Shoemaker. Shoemake. RCF yeah. can play short. Yeah, everyone, yeah man. Just everyone remembers. And yeah. Ozzy also can play short, too. He can. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to our next segment. Uh, fan question of the week. Are the fans good? This one is from a guy that Ryan and I both know. Mm-hmm. He was going to be my shout-out earlier because he texted me about it, and it's really cool. Uh, great dude. Um, Alex Giles Alex. Sent, it, sent this one in. And here's the question. When Acuna returns... How does the top of the order shift? Does Ozzy fall to second, or is he going to get bumped to fifth or later? That's in a the, good question. In the lineup, um, I think automatic. We know Acuna, that a boy, is going to lead off. Yeah, just he's leading off off the off the bat. Like Acuna, Acuna is going to lean off. Good. Lead lead off. I saw. I can see other words correctly. Also, <laughs> I saw something on Twitter. If it's it's hearsay, but they said that uh, someone on the broadcast mentioned. That Snit said we're already like four people into who said what. That <laughs> most likely is Acuna gets plugged in that one, and everybody else stays the same. They just bump back. I like that. Which actually. would which would I don't know. But we talked about that uh, before the season started on this pod about you know is Matt Olson going to bat second or is yeah. he going to bat third? And most of the time that uh, Ronnie and Acuna, uh, Ronnie and Oz, oh I'm going to get it right this time that Ronnie and Ozzy have been on the team together. It's been. Ronnie one, Ozzy two. Yeah. That's been most of the time. Yeah. So I really think there's a chance it'll go Acuna, Ozzy, Olsen, Riley, Ozuna, top mm-hmm. five. And then probably Darno at six for now until 
until like uh it, well until if or when Dan's Duvall can, up or... well, Duvall feels like if it's Duvall from last year, that's your yeah, seventh that's guy just hitting home runs. I still think so I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh uh Darno six, mm-hmm. Duvall seven, mm-hmm. Rosario eight, mm-hmm. and Dansby nine. And that's yeah. not even my my that's not even like a uh a uh how I uh, like shows showing how I feel about Dansby. It's just having that kind of guy in the nine hole with yeah. all those guys behind yeah. him is good because he can run the bases and that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. I, I think Dansby's just it's kind of like I think we've talked about this before, but in 2020 when we had the DH, when Oz, Ozzy was coming back from getting hurt, we put him in the nine hole. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a second lead off yeah. nine, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, if if Ozzy is playing like we know he can, I think he's locked into that two spot. But, you know, I think sometimes, you know, he can fall down in that lineup a little bit and maybe see better pitches or, or whatever. Um, but I think he's a nice option that, you know, we can move different places. But I think he's locked in at two when Acuna gets back. Yeah, I mean, just for me, just to just to be the contrarian here, like I think I think Olsen sticks in the two spot. Okay. Like for me, I like I have to have my best hitter, second best, best debatable, whenever uh, uh, Acuna comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to have him batting as much as possible. Yeah. And like you can look at like it's. I mean, I know it's one spot from second to third, but just he's just going to get more IBs in the second yeah. spot. I don't disagree with you, but it's funny to think that the majority of Freddie's time, he'd bat a third. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, at some point yeah. he switched. So whenever, I just, when, yeah, whenever uh, Acuna uh, went out. We've talked about how Snicker has typically been someone that at least keeps the first six or seven guys the same. The, the beginning of this year, that wasn't the case. It was, uh, it was Eddie batting first with right-handers and Ozzy batting first on left-handers and Eddie kind of didn't turn out. So now it's, it's been pretty much the same with Ozzy first. So, yeah. uh, so uh, the reason why I bring that up is maybe when it's, uh, a right, a righty, then you do the thing where you put a Cunha at the top and bump back. And on a lefty, you put a Cunha at the top and then put Ozzy at five or six. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I was thinking that also like, yeah, whenever there's a lefty pitching, it goes Acuna, Ozzy Olsen, Riley Ozuna. And then whenever there's a, Righty pitching, you go Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Azuna, Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, when Acuna comes back, our front five are pretty dadgum dangerous. Yeah, pretty solid. We're better. And our back four isn't bad either if if they can decide to be all good at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing about, like, our back four. Like, our back four heavily relies on the home run. Mm -hmm. Especially Duvall. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, if Duvall's not hitting a homer, two homers a week, like he's batting 150. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he hit like 229 last year or something. Yeah. Drove with, in over 100 and almost with, had 40 homers. Yeah. With 38 home runs. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, you can I'll, live with it. Yeah. I'll take 220 with 120 RBIs yeah. and 40 home runs every day of the week. Yep. All righty. Speaking of home runs, let's do, we got two more segments left today. First one, a new one that we did last week that we're going to start doing every week. Uh, quickly now, but just to keep everyone uh, updated on the most recent uh, statistical standings, mm. it's Breaker and Shover of the Week. Mm. Isaac, take it away. Yeah, so the Raker of the Week. Drum roll. Wait. Nope. 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 Yep. Sure. 
Atlanta. That was very close. <laughs> that wasn't Austin, a drum roll at all. Austin Riley. This week. Duh. He yeah, rigs. Too easy, coach. Riley rigs. This one. Uh, this one. <sighs> Riley. Riley. Austin Riley had six hits this week. He had two doubles, two home runs, four RBIs. He only got he 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 only got walked once. Yep. Uh, he struck out only three times, which is good. And he had a stolen base and a baby. <laughs> and and he baby. had a baby. What a week in five games. That's pretty good stats yeah. for five games. In five breaking. games, that we, had is... a, we had an off day and we had a uh, and he didn't play Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Great job. What about shover? Who's shoving? The shover. It's of the, the same week. as last week. It's Kyle Wright. Man, I actually got two on here. You got two? Yeah. Kyle Wright is one, but also Max Freed. Mm, okay, I had yeah. to throw him in there. You so did. let's start with we Kyle Wright. We haven't talked Wright's. about Max Freed a lot. We haven't. So we it's haven't. Good to, good to get this. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Kyle Wright first. So we got Kyle Wright. He pitched him one game this week against the Marlins, and he went six full innings, only gave up four hits. He allowed zero runs. Only one walk, which is great, and a career high, eleven strikeouts. Is that good, Isaac? That's that's shoving. That's man. shoving it there, huh? That's shoving. Let's dude. go. And so, uh, and then we got Max Freed, who also absolutely shoved the Dodgers back in their little clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he went seven full innings, only let up two hits, mm. uh, zero earned runs, didn't walk a single person. And had nine strikeouts. And check this out. He had a no-hitter through five innings. That's great. Yeah. Against the Dodgers. Pretty dang good, man. How do you guys feel about the Dodgers? Best lineup in baseball. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whatever. Whatever, man. Yeah, the Dodgers are my worst favorite, my, my least favorite team maybe of all time. Yeah. I hate sports. them. Literally, yeah. I hate them. Like, when maybe we started that uh, series, it was like there was just this this different feeling that I had. It was like, this means more. For me, it's the Yankees. Really? Yeah, sorry. It's definitely the Dodgers. The Yankees kind of suck, though. Shout out, James yeah. Labiche. <laughs> Does he listen? Of course he so listens. That's our uh, raker of the week and shover of the week. Good job, man. Yeah, dude. All right. Um, now it's time for are the stats good? And we're going to do a little bit different. I did get some good feedback from a couple of people. Did you? that said that they enjoy this segment, though Ryan hates it. But we are going to shorten it a little bit. Yeah. I think we're going to condense. It's a good, I was going to ask if, of, if it was a good, okay if I could fall asleep now. <laughs> it's a good segment. It's a good uh, segment. The old guy Ryan's trying to fall asleep at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Nap time. Uh, um, We're going to condense it. So instead of doing one useful one and one crazy one, we're just going to do one period that might be useful, might be crazy. Just oh, to look at the draw. Uh, I like this idea. Today's is called... War. Now, I know mm. that the two guys in the room know what it means, but can you tell me why? So, first of all, you guys know what war is? Wins above replacement. Wins mm. above replacement. Great job. Great job, Ryan. Dude, that was I so think good. Isaac <laughs> snuck in there before you. Just Dang a it. Uh, but can any of you guys tell me what factors into war? Lots of things. Yeah. Oh, that's close. Tons of things. It that's has to close. do. Yeah, it has to do with minor league players, replacement players. Like, all right. So I'll read it. <laughs> It's it's everything, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's 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 just wins above replacement. According yeah. to our trusty MLB.com, WAR measures a player's value in all facets of the game by deciphering how many more wins he's worth than a replacement level player at his same position. For example, a minor league replacement player or a readily available fill-in free agent. 
Isaac, you were like Isaac nailed it. A lot of a lot of correctness yeah, in there. Were you yeah, reading dude. from the definition? Nah, you just told me it. Uh, told me the definition a couple of days ago, and I remembered. Sick, sick yeah. memory, dong. For example, <laughs> if a shortstop and a first baseman offer the same overall production on offense, defense, and on the base pass, the shortstop will have a better WAR because his position sees a lower level of production from replacement level players. Mm. I know what your next question is. That's good. What's the formula? Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, God. For position players, here's the formula. Parenthesis, the number of runs above average a player is worth in his batting, base running, and fielding, uh, and then plus adjustment for position, plus adjustment for league, plus the number of runs provided by a replacement level player, in parenthesis, divided by runs per win. You finish? (laughs) Clear as day. (laughs) Yes. Hey, for yeah. pitchers, oh, oh my gosh, different war done. computations use either RA9, yeah. a stat, uh-huh. or FIP, yeah. a stat. Those numbers are adjusted for league and ballpark. Then using league averages, it is determined how many wins a pitcher was worth based on those numbers and his innings pitched total. Dude, I'm lost. Sweet. Now I know what your last question is. Why is it useful? Well, they they're telling us that on this website too. War quantifies each player's value in terms of specific number of wins, and because war factors in a positional adjustment, it is well suited for comparing players who man different defensive positions. Mm. War. war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Nice. Dude. Uh, voting. I, I gotta what say. Is it good I gotta for? say. Whoa, 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 whoa. We can't. I don't want to get our podcast taken down. Okay, Copyright infringement. Just kidding. No one listens this long anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do have the uh, 2021 uh, leaders. Like last year's? Yeah, last hey, year's. Hey, I will say war is important. Yeah. If it you is. ever watch MLB how, Network and players, their value is oftentimes tied to their war. War and OPS, which we yes. talked about last week. Yep. Tell yeah. us what you're going to tell us. So the uh, top five players last year for for WAR, I'll, I'll just I'll just give the top five and then go to uh, uh, Braves players WAR. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, Shohei Otani. Yeah. Who's um, that? Just kidding. Shut up. He's he's the guy for the Angels. He's the modern day Babe Ruth. You know what I mean? So he had a um, he had an eight point one total WAR. Mm-hmm. So. His primary war uh, as a DH was five point one, and so it was three point zero for uh, for as a, as a pitcher. Yeah, Corbin Burns had a seven point six war. He really? was a pitcher Remember for the Brewers. We toasted that guy in the playoffs. Toasted him. We dude. did. Zach Wheeler seven point four, uh, starting pitcher for the Phillies. Ooh. Fernando Tatis, shortstop for the Padres, with a seven point three war. Juan Soto rounding out number five, uh, right fielder for the Nationals, seven point zero WAR, and I will go ahead and give you Matt Olson's WAR. Yes. He was he was number thirty okay. for um, league leaders last year, including and, pitchers, including pitchers. It's pretty dang good. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. He had a four point nine WAR. Okay, and let's look at the Braves. And if he was on the Braves last year. Had the same exact stats and everything. It probably would have been a little better because of what Garrett said. The, the ballpark. Ball, the yeah. ballpark. Yeah. Uh, but he had a 4.9 war. Um, Matt Olson did. And then check this out. Freddie Freeman had a 4.9 war. Mm. 
It might yeah. actually have been about the same. You just for ballpark, but you also just for league and the National League East pitching has always been pretty yeah, good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And uh, second in that was Austin Riley with 4.7 more. Man, and check this out. How many games did uh, did, did did Acuna play last year? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> check, half, check this out. He had a 4.3 war. He led the league in war. He led the team in war till like September. So, yeah. so, 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 so let's just double that. 8.6. He would have won the MVP. Eight, uh, if he would have had 8.6 war. He would have led. He he would have been number one in the league last year. Yeah, beat out Shohei, Shohei Otani, which who uh, pitches yeah, and who hits, pitches and hits. Yeah, gosh, what an absolute animal, man! I can't wait for him to be back. Yeah, so that's war. War. What's it good for? Yeah, lots of things. Yeah, great. In baseball. All right, guys, we're about to wrap up, but before we're done, we have a couple of house cleaning and slash announcements. So, are you guys gonna fire me? Oh no, dude. <laughs> for, for the for the those of you who are still there, this is uh, who are still listening. Surprise. We are going to we have a new like mini series on our channel. You saw the first one this week. Off day suck. The first one was with me. Mm-hmm. Um Ryan might be on there sometimes. Uh uh, Isaac might be on there sometimes. We also started yeah. a series on Instagram called The Final Three, where we'll randomly, if there's a, an intense time and Jansen's about to... Comes uh, out of game. Co- like, if, yeah, if Jansen's going to... Austin Jolly's up with... Yeah, we probably should have done it in the ninth inning yesterday because <sighs> it was intense. I just was not available. But we're going to start semi-regularly. Well, it, today we didn't do an off day sucks because we're recording on the off day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So it doesn't suck. Next yeah, today's phone. That's a great point. That's yeah. why we don't have one. But uh, most off days, we're going to just do a, a quick, you know, under 10 minutes off day suck with whoever is available. We're going to start doing um, Instagram lives. And so it's just a fun time. Make sure to uh, follow us on social so you don't miss that stuff. I'm also here to say that uh, our channel broke 500 total channel Let's uh, go. plays, which, is, That's which awesome. is pretty awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, it keeps yeah. growing. Thank our, you guys uh, so much. Wow. Every episode has over 100 plays uh, except for the fifth one, but that's just because... Uh, it's, that's just how it's been trending. The fifth still, one's got 91, it, so it'll, it'll, be, there. it'll honored, be there. I'm honored, dude. Um, honored. Be there soon. Now, you want to know how many plays Off Day Suck with Garrett has? 4,000. Crazy. What, dude? Nope, it's got 37. So You're no lying. One, no one cares about Off Day Suck with Garrett, but hey. Dude, soon they will. Here's here's the thing. You want to know? We, we talked about the length and how long it should be. Well, that mm-hmm. one was seven minutes and has 37 plays, and our longest one is... Uh, an hour and it's got 111 plays so hmm. you know time hmm. doesn't matter it's not even real nah, dude. <laughs> but we just wanted to uh shout out according to this fancy little app here we've got an estimated audience of 95 people so you 95 people out there Gosh, thanks man. a lot we, we appreciate love you, you. whenever you. we're the Thank biggest you. freaking podcast that ever existed about braves baseball uh <laughs> I, I shrunk our, our our expectations at the end we will remember you 95 um yeah yeah. One more thing. My 76-year-old Uncle Butch. One more thing, and we will cut this out if we need to cut it out. But uh, we're, running out, we're running out of time. This, this has been a little longer than I wanted to today, but we're almost close to 100 followers on Instagram. We're about 25 away at the recording of yes. this episode. And the reason why we're announcing this at the end of the pod and not at the beginning is for all of you people who are still listening. Yeah. Yes. Ryan, take it away. So we're going to do a little giveaway. 
Ooh. Okay. Spicy. I don't know how we're going to do it. <laughs> well, it'll probably it's probably going to be something about like you have to be following us on Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. and TikTok. And TikTok. Unless you don't have unless everything. Have. All of those you have, you have to be following us. Yeah. Uh, we may do something. Uh, yeah. Like a repost. Or yeah. Some, some sort we'll of. Do a, we'll do a post or something. Like, comment this. Yeah. We haven't thought through it yet. Tag yeah. us in this. Tag a friend in one of our posts and ask them to listen or something. We're, we're going to do some sort of yes. giveaway. Yes. Ryan, the giveaway. Ryan's going to give away every single one of his Acuna, Acuna jerseys. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. Signed by Ryan. But, not a junior. But we're going to give away two free tickets to a Braves game. Uh -oh. What? Dude, I'm winning that, dude. Nope. Let's go. It's not a joke. It is not a joke. That one works. So there's a sense of urgency now. Okay. We got to get to 100. The faster we get to 100, the so, faster you may get to go to a Braves game for free. And here's the thing we haven't decided this for sure yet. I'm saying this now and. They, they, we may even decide this is not, not how it's going to work after, which is fine. We hold the right to change our minds, but I think we should keep the announcements for it right here in this pocket so that we only give it to the loyal fans. Because yep. we could, if we set it at the top, it could be anybody who listens for like a minute and a half and then yep. it's like, they're doing a giveaway. So this is at the end. We're not going to post about it. Nothing. I like the way you think, Garrett. We're going to, it's hey, only going to be for people. His brain's athletic. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> so athletic. That's athletic. So, yeah. So, uh, giveaway coming up once we hit 100 Instagram followers. Ooh, yeah, man. What about What about we post about it, but we just say it's somewhere in one of our episodes? That's a great idea, too. Yeah. Turns out we got a couple athletic brains. So here's so here's what we'll do. We'll figure out what exactly And we need to is. we need to say a secret word next episode. That's what I'm saying. We'll figure <laughs> we'll figure out the first what? person to comment the secret word on our latest post. Wins two free tickets well, to a Braves game. Gets into the but, but but then no, I think we need to say DM us here's the here's what word. we're gonna do. This, this is all this feels is like a conversation that should have been private. This is this is it. <laughs> we're gonna I'm not gonna say what it is, but here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna okay. we're gonna say you have to comment one word on our on one of our posts, mm -hmm. and then you have to DM us another word. Because the issue is, if people see people commenting, they're just going to comment the same thing, and yeah. then they're going to try to... So we're going to see who comments and who doesn't yeah. DM, and we're going to know that those people got it. Yes. Ooh, that's we gonna go, be we could, we're making we could you go, work for it. We could go... Com wait, at, the beginning of the, at the beginning of the episode, we're like... No, no I, I want to see who's copying just people who are commenting okay, on the okay. picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, then okay. it's like, oh, people are commenting. I should probably do the same thing. And they yeah. have no reason why they're doing that. This, this, this whole conversation could almost be a separate episode. We've been talking about <laughs> it so long. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just having fun. We're letting them in fun. on a meeting, you know? Yeah, it is um, fun. All right. But it's true. It's going to happen. Yes, it will happen. And it will be awesome however we do it. Because that's how we roll here. All right. It's been quite long enough. Probably too long. If you've made it to the end, we appreciate it. I got one more question for you, though. Yeah. Are the Braves the sexiest team in baseball? Heck yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at ATBG. Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at the same place. The theme song today is brought to you by Thomas Rawls. 
and uh, so shout him out, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>